coffee isn't just a drink, it's who you are. We are Little Green Hive, and we're here to serve that perfect cup of coffee made just for you. We're women-owned and locally sourced. Our mission is to provide the best product for our customers, as well as strengthen our community. From fair trade coffees and teas, to breakfast, lunch, and smoothies, we have everything you need to start your day off right. Come visit us in downtown Roanoke, Grandin Village, and now at the Daleville Town Center, Little Green Hive, because coffee is personal. I always used to think if these walls could talk, the stories they could tell. This is a story built on a foundation of local folklore and genuine curiosity. Honestly, I knew nothing about it. A home in Southwest Virginia has a connection to the past. That kind of piqued my interest to look into it further. And a namesake to carry it to the present. Some townspeople came up to us and said, we heard you moved into Walter Reed's house. And my parents looked at each other and they said, the Walter Reed? In this week's episode of Hometown Stories, a house, a smaller house, and a big name. One of America's most celebrated doctors has a connection to one of our hometowns under the roof of one unassuming home. So earlier this month, the president of the United States contracted COVID-19. We watched as he was flown from the White House to Walter Reed Medical Center for a few days of treatment. Most journalists across the country zeroed in on the president's health. But reporter Michael Alaknowitz had another question. Who is Walter Reed? The Walter Reed National Military Medical Center in Bethesda, Maryland, bills itself as the world's largest joint military medical center. Opened in 1909, it's since grown to house 2.4 million square feet of clinical space and the ability to call itself the president's hospital. Walter Reed, the person, is credited for being the first person to prove that yellow fever is transmitted through mosquitoes. But Reed wouldn't live long enough to see his name on what would become a major medical center. So according to the narrative published to the medical center's website, around the turn of the century, the commander of the Army General Hospital, Major William Borden, lobbied for years, apparently, to replace the aging hospital at what is now Fort McNair. Borden had befriended Major Walter Reed while they taught together in the Army Medical School. But it wasn't until after Reed died from an infection following an appendectomy performed by Major Borden that Borden pushed to name the hospital after his late friend. But Michael didn't know any of that, and neither did I for that matter. And that's how I made the discovery that, well, he's got a connection to our hometowns here, and that kind of piqued my interest to look into it further. What do you know about Walter Reed and his connection to Southwest Virginia? He was born here in Virginia back in 1851. He was born to a Methodist minister, and he actually ended up making his way over into Liberty, Virginia, before it was called Bedford, Virginia. And the reason for that was because his father came here to preach. And so he stayed from 1857 until 1861 while he was still a boy. His father, of course, preached in the area, not just at a uh, church in Bedford, but some of the other area churches as well. And during those four years, 
His family lived in a home on Longwood Avenue in Bedford. It's a colonial style house with white vinyl siding and dark navy blue shutters. The yard consists of plenty of greenery. There's a, a tall tree out on one side of the yard and I'm told that if you go to the top floor, apparently you can even see the peaks of otter. Michael thought that history was super cool and apparently so did somebody else. When I was doing my research, I, I happened to come across this website. It, it looked like it was a little older, maybe early 2000s type of website. That website belongs to an artist named Sarah Meadows. When we bought the house, we had no idea of its historical significance. We just loved it for being an old house. Sarah's family moved to a home called The Parsonage in Bedford in the summer of 1993 when she was 12 years old. It wasn't until after her family visited a local church that they were clued in to the reported history of the house. Some townspeople came up to us and said, we heard you moved into Walter Reed's house. And my parents looked at each other and they said, the Walter Reed? The Walter Reed, like the army hospital? And they said, yes. We were floored. We had no idea that he called that home his house when he was a little boy back in the 1800s. So we were totally amazed. And then people started bringing us information and books. And from there, we began to research and we learned a whole lot more. According to Meadows, who's done extensive research on her own, Reed was the youngest of five children, son to Lemuel Sutton Reed, a Methodist minister who in 1857 moved the family into the town of Liberty. That was what Bedford used to be called. And his father was the Methodist circuit pastor at the time for the churches out in the country. Reed, she said, was young at the time, just around six years old. Local folklore has it that one of Reed's older brothers actually ran out and joined the Confederate Army one day while troops were marching past the house. Sarah sometimes references a now out-of-print children's book called Walter Reed, The Boy Who Wanted to Know. According to Sarah and the Bedford Historical Society, while Reed's father was working as the circuit minister, young Reed attended a school called the Piedmont Institute, which is now known as the Columns Retirement Home on East Main Street in Bedford. But there's actually another building connected to the Reed's short stay in Bedford that still stands. The Bedford Historic Meeting House sits on West Main Street in Bedford. It's a small brick building with a white spire at the top. There's about five windows at the very front of the structure, right next to the street, with double doors as you enter. There's a couple windows on the sides as well. That structure was built in 1838 as the first meeting house for Methodists in the town of Liberty. It would later be bought by the Bedford Historical Society. A member of the Historical Society told Michael they bought it to save it from a bulldozer in 1969. Reed's father would have likely met and worked there with fellow Methodist leaders. And it, it's funny because the Bedford Historic Meeting House, if you actually drive down the street, it, it's got a sign out front that says the Bedford Historic Meeting House with a little note below it. But if you drive by that house, uh, Walter Reed's former home, uh, it's still a private residence. Uh, from what I've been made to understand, uh, a person still owns that today, so it's not open to the public. You can't just walk in and take a look and uh, see where, you know, uh, his father would have been at or go up and look at the peaks of otter through the top window. So uh, really, you got to kind of know from somebody that, hey, this was where Walter Reed was at for four years of his life. It's also where Sarah lived for 14 years. Most people think of 
famous people as having birthplaces or where they lived at the time they had a great achievement, but it really is a hidden gem in the town of Bedford itself. And it's just a humble home, unassuming. How did that make you feel knowing that you were in basically a piece of kind of hidden history? I feel honored and privileged to say that I grew up in the home of someone not only famous, but someone who made a remarkable contribution to modern medicine. And I always used to think if these walls could talk, the stories they could tell. Sarah became so enamored with those walls, she couldn't imagine parting with the house. So she didn't. When I was growing up, I decided I wanted to build a model of my house. And I started working on this model when I was a teenager and spent about 10 years off and on working. And it is an exact copy of the house, the front section of the house. It's a miniature house, a one-to-one scale replica, meaning one inch for every square foot of the real house. Michael told me seeing it over a Zoom call, it was way bigger than he expected. And then, of course, she showed me, well, this is on a turntable. And she turned it around, and then the insides came out similar to what, I guess, a, a Barbie house would be. And that's when I really took some interest in it. And I was like, wow, you know, this is very detailed because it had different things in it, like the bookshelves for the uh, pastor's study. It had a, a fireplace inside of it. And actually, the materials that it was made out of are similar to the house that's standing there on Longwood. So it's not all wood. It's got different materials that it's made out of. So, I mean, the dedication to making this house in a mini version, I mean, it's fantastic. And it really shows somebody's commitment to wanting to keep this history alive. Reed later went on to attend the University of Virginia. And according to the university, he graduated from medical school after just two years of study at the age of 17. According to UVA, he spent the rest of his career as a doctor in the Army's medical corps, researching and eventually proving the mosquito theory linked to yellow fever. So even while his time in Bedford was really just a blip on the radar of his colorful life, Sarah argues, it was also part of his foundation, one worth recognizing. Very few people know that he started out just as a small kid, part of a large family, to go on to do such great things. So it's important that we keep these ties to the past and respect and cherish the things that they have done to make our lives better today. Special thanks this week to Michael Alaknowitz for researching and reporting on this story. Hometown Stories is a production of WDBJ7 in Roanoke, Virginia. Our editor is Ben Roquelmi. I'm Leanna Scacchetti. We'll see you next time. Hometown Stories is sponsored by Little Green Hive. Because coffee is personal. Locations in downtown Roanoke, Daleville, and Grandin.